and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will guide you through a movie. Now, each and every month there is a theme, and I am all but done with the summer of Spidey, as we're on to movie two of the MCU Spider-Man, with Spider-Man Far From Home. Coming out two short years after the true terrible homecoming, set mere months after events of Endgame, Peter Parker has to deal with Iron Man's death. You wonder something? I don't think I actually saw this thing in the cinema. I mean, in fact, I don't think I've actually saw this thing start to end. I saw bits and pieces of it here and there, and some bits and pieces of it on TV, but I don't actually saw it start to end. So this will be the first time I actually saw this thing start to end. All I know is it's Spider-Man v Mysterio, and it takes place mostly in Europe. Plus, Mysterio reveals to the world that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but apart from that, I know nothing of this movie. So, with that, spin a web and enjoy Far From Home. Eh? With a budget of $160 million, this thing pulled in $1.1 billion. Starring Tom Holland, Samuel L. Jackson, Jake Gyllenhaal, Zendaya, Marissa Tomei and John Favreau, directed by John Watts. The plot. Months after events of the Avengers Endgame, Peter Parker is still dealing with Tony Stark's, aka Iron Man's, death. He's left sunglasses by Tony, which gives him full access to Stark tech. However, he doesn't want that power. So he hands over the glasses to Quentin Peck. Peck, even. aka Mysterio. After he claims to be a transdimensional, I don't know what the hell he is, multi dimensional other mysterious what the hell it is, and he's taking on these weird elemental creatures that are supposed to be from his earth, and it's all complicated. This, however, is all faked by Mysterio to get his hands on Stark tech. So can Spider-Man, Nick Fury, and Spidey's friends stop Mysterio from taking over the world? Find out here. So, after the Sony logo and the other logos, opens up on a totally destroyed small desert town somewhere in Mexico. Up drives Nick Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, and Maria Hill, played by Kobe Smothers, to survey the area. Out of nowhere drops Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, in a gold and green armour suit, with a fishbowl on his head, and I've got to say, I love comic book. I mean, Jesus Christ, this thing is hideous. He's claiming to be from a different Earth, which was destroyed by elemental beings, and he's over here to save our Earth from the same said beings. Just like that, a rock monster attacks and up flashes the Marvel logo. As I will always love you, please. The fuck is happening here? On to a truly awkward cut on the... Uh, what the hell is it? Memory of Tony Stark, Captain America, Blair Witch and... No, Blair Witch. I would like a Blair Witch film. Uh, Black Widow and Vision, all people killed by Thanos, so it's eight months after events of Endgame. We catch up on Betty Brandt, played by uh, Eugenia, I think I pronounced her name, Rice, in all her cheerleading preppiness glory. She explains that five years ago, Thanos snapped his fingers and called half the universe, and thanks to all the Avengers, he was defeated and the unsnapping happened and the universe was back to normal. So we now have double the population on Earth, 
with people five years younger, and they are well out of touch. So, Karen, also in this high school, all the SNAP students are just mixed in with the regular class. Karen, this is a complete and utter fucking clusterfuck, but there we have that one. And this is the start of the problems with this bloody well movie. Next we meet Bane of this movie, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, played once again by Tom Holland, looking every inch of 23 and nowhere near 16. Telling Ned, played again by Jacob Batalon, he plans on getting into MJ's pants while on, on this European trip. Uh, what happened to Liz? Mm-hmm. Ned tells him how about no, European girls love Americans and he can get any girl he wants just like that. Okay then, up walks MJ, put again by Zendaya, to ask if they're happy they're going on this trip to Europe. Peter acts all awkward, as per usual. And what happened to the cocky douche in Homecoming or Infinity War? He took on fans for fuck's sake, why is he acting like a bumbling idiot? I mean, Jesus jinkies, bad writing. Cut to Aunt May, again played by Marissa Tomei hosting a charity event for the homeless people due to the blip or the unsnapping with the iron suit spider-man standing there awkwardly as they're raising money for these homeless people awkwardly giving each other a high five and what i've got to say what the fuck is with americans and high fives i mean jesus christ can we go on about anything anyway here's another problem I have with this film the floating head on a cgi iron spider suit looks like shit why can't Holland wear the fucking shiny ass suit? Jesus Christ, man. As I asked before, how long has he spent in this actual suit? Five, ten minutes? I mean, hmm. Anyway, in walks Happy Hogan, played again by John Favreau, with a commonly large check for $500,000 for the said charity. The two, him and Atty that is, share awkward dialogue as Peter just stands there with a Fucking, I look like he's sucking lemons, he's a fucking idiot, this guy, so just cut this little punk out, I mean, God almighty, I mean, cut, 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 and more cut. Anyway, Happy warns him what Nick Fury is going to call him, so Peter turns into a nervous mess, uh, aren't you Spider-Man, weren't you in space fighting aliens with Doctor Strange and Iron Man, didn't you, I don't know, fight Thanos, Nick Fury should be walking in a fucking park, but never mind. Peter fumbles with his phone and hangs up on Nick Fury. The press are all over Spider-Man, asking him if he is the new Iron Man, if he is the new leader of the Avengers, and what will happen if aliens come back to destroy the planet. This puts Pete into a panic attack. Again, aliens, literal gods, end of the world stuff. This shouldn't give you a panic attack. Typical bloody Gen Z. They want all the power, then they get power and they can't handle it. Uh, he runs, well, swings away to have a panic attack, then mournfully, rather, looks at a Iron Man picture on a wall. Days later, he is still ignoring Fury, Nick Fury that is, how rude. He's packing for the trip. At me, walks in and throws a brand at him, then asks, what about his Peter Tingle? Why is it not working? Yeah, mate, why isn't your Spidey sense working? Also, when did you know your Spider-Man? He refuses to take his Spider-Man suit with him. Cut to the plane as Peter awkwardly hits on MG. But she's more interested in Brad Davis, played by Remy High. Ned 
drops before the blip he was a nerd. Now he's a hunk and all the girls after him. Okay then, so how the fuck would they know? Oh, never mind, just got on with this, John, this is terrible. I mean, if they're supposed to be in the same class, if he's supposed to be 16, should he be 21? If he survived the blip and went on living on Earth, what the fuck is he doing hanging out with 16 year old kids? I mean, mm, this writing is abysmal, lazy as fuck writing. Anyway, Peter plan fails as Ned tells Betty Brandt Pete has a perfect allergy. So one of the teachers, Mr. Harrington, played by Martin Starr, forces Peter to sit with him and the other teacher, Mr. Dell, played by J.B. Smooth for the flight as Ned sits with Betty and M.G. sits with Brad. During this eight-hour flight, Ned and Betty become a couple. Yeah, because a cheerleader is going to date a MMORPG player. Yeah, I think not. Now in Venice, Pete acts all jealous over Brad and M.G. So Pete is then pulled over by airport security um, to find out in his bag is a Spider-Man suit packed by Aunt May. Peter then stutters over the place and why, why can't you say it's a cosplay outfit? I mean, this is bad, just bad. Cut, cut, cut. This humour is abysmal and I don't give a French fried ditty fuck. Cut to the class, taking a water taxi to the hotel, which is, quote, charming. Read as a rundown. Mr. Harrington checks them in and cuts to them doing tourist trap things. Pete slinks away to buy MG a glass uh, flower pendant, which was, I think, was a black dahlia pendant or something like that, which goes on and on and on for us to fucking move and who gives a shit for Too bad a water element attacks and catches Peter off guard. Still in mind, Mysterio is there at hand to deal with this thing. Handy bloody that. It's as if he knows where he's going to attack and just how to stop them. Moving on swiftly. He quickly deals with the water element, hitting it with green Doctor Strange-like magic spells, killing it with relative ease. Now, I'm loving Peter doesn't want to take his suit to on holiday with him, due to the fact that Spider-Man is a New York um, superhero, yet he's using his spidey webs all over the place to fix buildings and stop the water monster from destroying... Ah, uh, who gives a shit? Also, one huge problem I have here. How in the fuck does Mysterio's holograms destroy buildings? Because, spoilers, Venom Mysterio is faking these attacks. These are all computer programmed. And these monsters are fake and they're holograms. How? Just to become an Avenger? Why? Also, what happens when he does have to take on a real alien threat? He has no actual fucking powers. This thing is pathetically written. I don't know who the fuck wrote this and get his writing card took off him. Stat! And also, while I'm picking the fuck out of this bloody well movie, no one in this tourist trap area saw Peter Parker spinning the spidey webs all over the place or jumping from building to building. And you're telling me no one videotaped this? No videotaped, I mean smartphoned it um, and or took a picture of it? Get yourself to fuck movie. This is the laziest piece of radio I've ever seen. Anyway, with the water monster killed, Mysterio flies off into a cloud of green smoke. And how does he do that one? Is he on a Green Goblin-like glider? Does he have a jetpack? Does he have Iron Man-esque 
flight suits, what the fuck, it's not explained, and who cares, moving on to the TV reporting the attack as it is splashed everywhere, yet not one person took a video or a fucking picture of Peter, fuck right off, I mean this is just fucking shocking, the class question who this guy in the fishbowl is, and what the fuck attacked the city, so Pete calls Aunt May, to tell her he is fine. Oh yeah, and Flash Thompson, again played by Tony Ravioli, has a thing for Spider-Man. Who knew? Later, Ned as Pete. How he'll handle the elementals, Pete says. Eh, I still can handle it. It's fine. I'm out. I'm on holiday. I'm on vacation. Lazy little fuck. So, now he doesn't want to be an Avenger now. A uh, one little life and death experience and he is over it. Okay then, maybe I'm being too hard on him, after all maybe he has PTSD, I mean he has lost his mentor and he was literally killed and brought back to life, but you wanted to be an Avenger and the one time you fight a god you're like, oh run away, so hmm, too bad, Nick Fury is waiting for him in the hotel room and knocks out Ned with a, a trank dart and forces Peter to go away him. And I'm loving Samuel L. Jackson is playing Nick Fury differently because, spoiler sweeties, he is not Nick Fury. He is one of these skull, skull, what the fuck they're called, aliens from Captain Marvel. Also, I love how pissed off he is that a 16-year-old punk-ass bitch kid can ignore his calls. Anywho, he gives Peter a situation, a sit-rep rather, on the elementals attacking the world, one in Mexico, one in Morocco, and now one in Venice. It's down to him and him alone to stop them. After all, Captain America is in the past with Peggy, Iron Man is dead, so is Widow and Vision, Scarlet Witch is holding a small town hostage, Hawkeye is being cupped in Disney+, and Winter Soldier and Falcon is dealing with race, and Thor is off-world dealing with Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's down to him and him alone. Pete says no. Also, here, Fury hands over Tony's hideous sunglasses to Pete. Inside is yet another AI, Edith, voiced by Don Michelle King. What the fuck happened to Karen and or Friday? This controls all of Stark tech. Why not give it to Pepper Potts? After all, she is bloody Ironheart. I mean... So Fury takes Spidey to a shield base, tells him to take off his masks, and then introduces him to... Mysterio, uh, hello, secret ident—I mean, secret ID, hello, I mean, who wrote this, and I'm giving two French fries. Dave Fox, this is shite! Here, Mysterio spews out he's from Earth 833, and this is another thing I hate about Phase 4, the MCU multiverse. Everything has to be a fucking multiverse now, I'm sorry, but Hollywood writers can't even deal with one fucking version. I mean, a fucking multiverse. Who's next? Batman, Jason Bond, Superman, Fantastic Four, Doctor Who, Star Trek. Who? Enough for this fucking multiverse shit. Just concentrate on one story and go with it. Make it the best you can. Fucking multiverse shit. Moving the fuck right on. Mysterio spews out all the bullshit that these elemental monsters came from a black hole. They are earth, fire, wind and water. He took on three and killed him all with relative ease, but he's down to the final one, the fire elemental, which is super strong, and the one that killed his planet, his Earth Rara. So, what does Spidey do? Why well, walk over, telling Fury Mysterio can handle it, and just walks away. 
He also spews out he can't be seen in Europe. If his classmates seen him in the Spider-Man suit, they will know he is Spider-Man. So he just walks off and doesn't give a fuck. So Fury don't stand for that shit. He gets his lackey, Dimitri, played by Newman Akar, to take Spider-Man at Peter's class to Prague to do with the fire elemental. As in Austria, Pete uh, plays around with the sunglasses Tony Stark left him. So Edith shows him what people are looking up on their mobile phones on the coach, including Flash, who hasn't heard from his dad in a while, and his mum may indeed be bankrupt, question mark. Hmm. On to a quick pit stop later, as Pete is now handed a new Spider-Man suit by a S.H.I.E.L.D. lackey. I think this is the noir Spider-Man, as it's all black, with a ski mask and ridiculous goggles. In walks Brad to what else? Stop a picture of Pete in his underwear that he planned to use to blackmail him and steal MG. So, on the bus, Pete asks Edith to hack into Brad's phone and delete the pic. But he causes a drone strike attack on the bus by mistake, so handily Peter just jumps up in the air and deals with the drones and nobody sees this thing because it's lazy ass fucking writing. I'll tell you what, take a shot. If I say lazy writing during this podcast, you will be hammered by 20 minutes in. Anyway, cut to Prague. The school trip rolls into town. There's a carnival in town, which somehow these idiot teachers managed not to get tickets to. Oh my god, I don't give a fuck about this, this movie. Do you know what? This is just bad. It's just terrible bad. Anyway, Fury gives him this elaborate hotel room, and it's gigantic, and we've all got these gigantic rooms each, and who's paying for this, by the way, because Shield's bankrupt, moving the fuck on. Cut to Fury, barking orders at Pete in a Shield safe house, telling him to be at a tower, to be on a watch out for the fire elemental. As Mysterio adds, if it gets near metal, it can somehow tap into the Earth's core and be unstoppable. How?! Fury screams at Pete for setting off a drone strike in the Alps and telling him he's not ready for this. Then why the fuck did you give him the fucking controls of Stark Tech then, you idiot? And why did you force him to come along? Here Mysterio plants the idea in Peter's head to hand over the glasses to him so he can run Stark Tech. Pete gets Edith to buy opera tickets for his entire class to keep him safe out of the elemental's way. And with that, Peter leaves to deal with the fire monster. Unfortunately, MJ, Ned and Betty um, follow him and put themselves in danger because idiot teens. Also, a bunch of 16-year-old American teens walking around Prague at night themselves. Have they seen Hostel? Bet and Ned head over to a Ferris wheel for some lovey-dovey bullshit alone time. And would you know it, the fire elemental attacks at the exact same time, right in front of MJ. Also, right in front of uh, Ned and Betty, who are now stuck hundreds of feet in the air on this ridiculous Ferris wheel. Betty screams for help, so Peter has to save them, leaving Mysterio to deal with the fire elemental alone. Spidey has no choice but to team up with Stereo to take down the fire elemental. 
I mean, shouldn't his spidey sense tell him this is not real? I mean, he's in no real danger. It's a fucking hologram, but this is lazy ass writing, and I'm not giving two French fried titty fucks. During the fight, Spidey webs onto one of Mysterio's hologram projector drone thingies, and handily, it lands right next to MG as it somehow gets spun out of the battle, being back to the <coughs> fight. It's not good. Mysterio and Spidey can't stop the fire elemental from getting to the Ferris wheel, as it grows and grows and grows. Mysterio, quote, kills himself with a magic overload that takes out the fire elemental. It works! Handily, Mysterio isn't dead! Fury is beyond impressed with Mysterio, so asks him to join the Avengers. He then turns to shoot Spidey, telling him Stark was wrong to become an Avenger. He isn't ready for it, he's just a old punk-ass bitch. Mysterio takes Spidey to a bar in full outfit minus the fucking mask with people around. Who wrote this? I mean, this is the laziest of lazy writing I have ever came across in my fucking life. Here, Spidey hands over the sunglasses to Mysterio, just like that. See it with me, folks, here. Lazy writing. Pete then just walks away to become a teenager again. Now that Mysterio has the full might of Star Tech behind him, all because Peter Parker is a fucking idiot, only caring about himself and his needs and nothing else. What is it I say again? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. No, wait, no, no, no. Do or do not, there is no try. No, wait, no, no, no. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, that's the one. You can't just pass on your responsibilities because you want to get laid, you little fuck. This lazy writing is pretty much the problem with MCU as a whole. It is beyond fucking lazy. I mean, they think the the fans are brainless idiots who don't put two and two together realising this is a piece of shit and should be avoided. <sighs> I hate MCU now, do you know that? So Peter returns to the hotel and is told they're heading back to the States because they, they're not safe. This is now two attacks and da 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 da. MG asks where the hell he was and he tells her he got lost. He then takes out for a romantic walk all alone, again hostile, down by the river. Here, she tells him she knows he's Spidey, and it's obvious every time Spidey appears, he disappears. She then pulls out one of Mysterio's holographic drones, saying if he's not Spider-Man, then why does Night Monkey, as the press called the black suit Spider-Man, have the same webbing? Also, she is only interested in him because he is Spider-Man. Ouch, love. Fucking ouch. She drops the drone and it plays back the fire monsters fight. Uh, how? It is not connected to a server. And what's its power source? Also, you're trying to say to me, Beck, is really that stupid not to have plans in place to warn him a drone is down and out? Like I said, lazy mother writing. Pete knows he's been tricked. So, he knows that Spidey has messed up big time, as he just held over Edith to Mysterio. Well done, you stupid fucking selfish punk-ass bitch. Oh, you son of a lesbian, I fucked this up. Bollocks, I have fucked this up, as I fucked up my pages there. <clears throat> so Peter walks out, this is uh, 
before MJ shows um, the um, hologram thing. So Peter walks out the pub and Mysterio just gloats how easy this was to trick Spider-Man. Seems Quentin Beck is nothing but a disgruntled former Stark employee who wanted to run the company. Now, thank to Peter, he can! Also, he wants to become an Avenger for ego reasons. I mean, hmm. Like I said many times before, lazy writing. It handily shows him being pissed off at Stark for using his hologram technology as a joke, calling it barf in Civil War. Also, some other red shirts. I mean, is the one with Jebediah and Obadiah stains screams at an Iron Man one about how Tony made a suit in the desert with scraps, da 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 da. He then points to all the other red shirts and says how they pulled off this ridiculous con. Who thought this was a good idea? I mean, this is fucking terrible. All of this because his ego was hurt that Tony, quote, stole his idea. So he now took plastic over the worlds because geeks rule the worlds. Okay then, even me with my ego wouldn't be short-sighted as to think a real superhero couldn't stop this guy in seconds, but MCU equals lazy writing and cookie-cutter plots. Anyway, so back to the plot. Mysterio is getting his lackey to program his next fight, and here we find out just how the holograms cause damage, because each drone is armed to the fucking teeth, with machine guns, tasers, and mini-rockets. Anywho, Mysterio's next target is a London. Also, here, hours after a Venice attack, he is told by a red shirt a single drone is missing. But it's not to worry about. Yeah, mate, the entire Venice fight is on this program, on the drone. I'll be fine. Who fucking wrote this? Just how dumb does Disney think their fucking audience is? We need smarter superheroes and smarter fucking writing. Oh my god, Mysterio tells the red shirts he now has no choice but to kill Spidey. Speaking of him, he's panicking in the hotel room with MG. Uh, weren't, why don't you just call Nick Fury or call Happy? <sighs> Cut to yet another shirtless seam of Holland as he changed into the noir Spider-Man suit. Now, I'm getting... A little annoyed at how smug MG is for telling Ned she knew for a long time that Pete was Spider-Man and he had to spill his guts to her because she's a fucking smart-ass little bitch, frankly. Anyway, cut to Berlin for reasons. Fury picks up Pete from the train station and then chews him out about Mysterio. Uh, you're the one in love with him from the start. You fell for his bullshit too, you fucking idiot, so maybe... Oh, I don't know, the real Fury wouldn't you have fell for this crap, but you're a fucking idiot alien, so you did fall for it, you moron. He takes him to a, quote, secure shield building, and Fury takes Spider-Man into it. By the way, where the fuck did S.H.I.E.L.D. get all this money from? Didn't Widow leak all their dirty little secrets uh, during, what was it, Civil War, Winter Soldier, what the fuck it was? And how does... Fury have all this money, tech, and safe houses all around the world. Never mind, this is a fake hologram, as Spidey finally uses Spidey sense to figure out, too late as Fury is shot by a drone. Then Mysterio taunts Pete, locking him in a hologram nightmare. Pete, mate, use your Spidey sense, you fucking idiot. 
He's beaten, battered and fooled time and time again. As Basile taunts him, telling him he's just a kid, a nothing, a nobody. Then he shows him Tony's gravestone and a zombie Iron Man. Luckily, Fury shoots Mysterio in the back, smashing the illusion. Or did he? As Pete tells Fury all the people he has told of Mysterio's trickery. And this is some Nightmare Street shit. When you don't realise you're awake or need a sleep, Pete is then hit by a train because, surprise, Fury is actually Mysterio, or that Fury is Mysterio. I mean, that train is handily heading towards London. I mean, he passed out due to his injuries because we can whack off a fucking train. Only to wake up in a jail cell in the Netherlands, surrounded by football hooligans. He is then quickly escapes, but is lost in a village to ask for help. He then picks up a phone and calls Happy for help. So Pete is then picked up in what else? A top field, and this is beyond lazy writing. Happy patches up Pete as Pete spews out the whole story of how Mysterio tricked him into hand over Edith and da 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 da. Pete then has a breakdown, telling Happy he misses Tony. Also, he can't be the next Iron Man. He isn't just ready. He's a kid. He isn't ready for that shit. So, hmm. I'm going to lie here. I kind of feel sorry for Pete here. After all, he is only a kid with the literal weight of the world on him as this is just ridiculous. Happy then gives him a pick top, stating Tony second-guessed himself at every little thing. He was a complete, utter shambling basket case. But he didn't second-guess picking Pete as a new Avenger. So a plan is put into action as Pete finds out the class is heading to London. So it changed into, I have no idea what this is, I guess an Iron Spider Suit Mark II as it's made using 3D holographic technology type thing. So Kira, okay, she programs himself and makes it himself and the such. Anyway, it's kick-ass time. Maybe I should cover the movies soon. Hmm. Suddenly, Maria Hill gets a satellite reading of an EMP pulse in London. So Fury then heads there. Just as Pete's class gets there on train. Handy that. Brad finally snaps, demanding to know where Peter is, spewing out that he caught him in a toilet with a girl with his pants down and almost flashing his jibbly bits. Also, why is he acting so suspicious? So MG puts this little punk-ass bitch in his place. Meanwhile, Mysterio has sold Fury on this whole... There's a mega elemental coming and this idiot alien buys it. I mean... Why not something here? Why hasn't Happy called to tell Fury Mysterio is faking it? Because this is lazy fucking writing. Anyway, Mysterio's plan is to launch a drone strike and kill Peter's class and destroy London as Edith launches all of Stark's attack drones from the satellite in space. As Mysterio gloats to tell his red shirts to get ready and start the mission. Happy then FaceTimes Fury with a hidden message. But because he's not the real Fury, this idiot alien doesn't get it. Happy and Pete are now in Dover, heading to London. With Happy is off to rescue uh, the class, Pete takes on Mysterio. The kids are trapped on Tower Bridge as Mysterio's fake gigantic elemental um, monster attacks. And this thing is all four put together, air, fire, wind and water. So, 
they have to run dodging lightning bolts as the River Thames water swells up and heavy winds hit them. Cyril takes on the huge fake Super Elemental as it destroys Tower Bridge. Ned and MG run as Mysterio knows they know he is faking it. So, hmm. Happy literally drops Spidey into the fight from the Stark jet as Mysterio spins his bullshit to fury as fucking this idiot swallows a hook line and sinker. Spidey then glides in using his Spidey glidey suit thingy onto the huge elemental monster landing on a holographic drone. Spidey spins his webs on all of the drones as Mysterio takes notice. He goes in for the kill shots just as Spidey shots him out using his taser webbing as I said in the previous movie. All the hologram drones are down, revealing the fakery. Maria Hill takes out an attract drone as it is about to kill Fury. Mysterio has no choice but to kill the holograms and take out Peter himself. The real brick is unfortunately surrounded by attack drones. I mean, mm. Happy lands the, the jet and scoops up the kids to take them to safety. Nope. Beck sees that one and blows up the jet. I mean, uh, this is bad writing. This ending falls to complete fucking shambling pieces. Meanwhile, Spidey has to deal with dozens of Edith attack drones. Beck chases MJ, Ned, Betty, Happy and, for reasons, Flash into the Crown Jewel's vault, where MJ takes out an attack drone. Handy that. Meanwhile, Spidey spin, flips, dodges and weaves, taking out hundreds of attack drones, doing so well, in fact that there's like a thousand other ones still in space, so he's jiggery-fooked. Um, why can't Fury hack these attack drones? Or even Ned shouldn't Happy have a kill switch to take down these drones? I mean, doesn't he the head of Stark security? For fucks. I mean, there is dozens of ways and smarter ways to write this ending, but this thing is just lazy. So Pete is down and out, because the attack drones have shorted his webbing things or something. He's out of webbing. I don't know how it's happening here. Beck is almost in the Crown Jewel vault where the teens are hiding. Um, where are the Beef Eater Royal Guards? Where are the tourists? Where are the police? This is fucking terrible. You try to say to me, London has no tourists. Get it, fuck. Back to Pete. He makes a bomb out of a downed drone and uses it to get onto Tower Bridge to or the Tower Bridge sign, rather, to blow a hole through the drones as he takes on Beck one-on-one. -on -one. Too bad. Too bad, even. Beck puts Pete in another holographic trap. And finally, Spider-Man uses his spidey sense, taking out drones left, right and centre, seeing through the fakery. It took him fucking long enough. What are we, tours into this fucking tour and fucking 25-minute movie? For crying out loud. So, Beck is hitting a crossfire and is down and out. Nope, it's another hologram! This time Pete sees this one also and Beck is shot by, I'm guessing, Maria Hill off screen because the boat comes out of fucking nowhere. He takes control of Edith, tells her to destroy all the drones in London. Beck dies at Spider-Man's feet. MJ runs to Pete, who's now back on Tower Bridge. The two hug and kiss. She tells him she loves him for him. Bullshit love. Happy then calls me to tell her Peter done well. Up walks Fury and Maria Hill 
to tell Happy he done well, but don't do that again. Because blah, 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 blah. Happy tells him to get fucked, as Peter will not call him back. Cut to the class being in New York. Ned and Betty have broke up. Who cares? MG and Pete plan a date. Flash still hasn't seen his parents. Who gives a fuck? MG gives Pete a hug. Sorry, Aunt May, rather, gives Pete a hug in the airport. As back home, Pete gets the truth out of me and Happy. Happy thinks they're dating and May says no, just a summer fling. So Spider-Man web slings off to go over the date with MJ. He picks up and goes web swinging all the way to Times Square, almost dropping her on her head. Credits roll. On to a mid-credits scene of Mysterio leaking that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, also claiming Spider-Man killed him and was behind the London attack. Up pops J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons, to shit on Spidey, calling him a cold-blooded murderer. As credits continue, on to an end credit scene of Fake Fury and Maria Hill, changing back into the Skrull aliens to call the real Fury to go back to Earth to help Peter as he's in some fucking space station, which I think is Tahiti, which was dropped in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So... That was Spider-Man Far From Home. What can I say? I don't think I have been more insulted by a movie studio in my entire life to think that I am an idiot enough to fall for this shit. They think we are nothing but brainless sheep, dumb, unthinking, idiot drones waiting for the next big thing to go, ooh, ah, distraction. Fuck off, Disney, you fucking house of the mouse bullshit, you fucking evil corporation pieces of shit. Well, I am done with the MCU. Fuck this movie. Fuck the MCU. Fuck Tom Holland. Fuck the evil house of the mouse. I am done. This is terrible. Dumb, badly written, social acting, and I just don't give a fuck. One out of ten. Still come back as I wrap up the summer of Spidey with Spider-Man No Way Home, with not one, not two, but three Spider-Men. Yay! Now, uh, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and check out one of my other hundreds of podcasts, and a bye!